once again, welcome to Pipelines Through the Gram. It's been a pleasure. We took a little time off um, just to get things going, but we're back. Today, we're going to have Dr. Gerald Onoha to join us, and we're going to ask him a couple questions. Dr. Gerald. So anyone here today, if you guys have any questions, you're free to mention them. We're going to get to know a lot about Dr. Gerald and get up to date. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's going on? Hey, we're gonna have to bear with. We're gonna bear with the connection and the and the screen. So uh, let's okay. get. Yeah, let's, let's get going, man. So how's everything? Everything's good, bro. Everything's good. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like kind of late. One or two minutes late, man. I was rushing, but just trying to get it together. Hey, no problem. No problem. You know, better late. You know, it's better late than never. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, before we get to the, you know, to getting to know, catch us up a little bit about what you've been up to, you know, anything that you've faced recently in the field that, you know, has been exciting or some, anything that you want to tell us. Oh, man, uh, so much. I mean, what you want to know first? Whichever one, whatever is the most, you know, inspiring thing or, you know, motivating thing that you've faced recently. That I faced recently? Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, you know me, you know, we talked about the things, some of the things that we've done in the community. I think one of the 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 most inspirational things that I've done recently is trying to keep uh, uh, the project that we've been doing, the Project Dream Unity Initiative, vibrant and you know well functioning in the city of nashville tennessee so what we do is uh we go into inner city high schools and we try to set up mentorship programs for those uh high school students that come from backgrounds that are not uh quote-unquote ideal for you know an educated population like you know single parent homes living in the projects but uh we we try to take those people and build them up, help them graduate from high school, and then from high school graduate uh, uh, from college, and then get them into medical and dental school. And uh, I think that one of the most inspirational things that I've seen is like the the type of uh, support that we've gotten from from people from all over the city. There's a there, there's a couple of groups that I'm involved in that I've been working with. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the Paragon Social Club, Vanguard. Like, now we're starting to do a lot of of our events. They've been so supportive. We've been working with each other. But another thing that uh, has inspired me is, you know, trying to get people who would not normally do this to to be inspired to help us out. And, you know, uh, I guess this is the, the best platform to say this here. You know, uh, I'm a Nigerian, uh, but I'm also an African-American. And uh, one thing that I have uh, noticed since I've been, you know, matriculating through medicine is, you know, we have sometimes found ourselves like becoming more tribal than than normal, not realizing that, you know, we are all in this together. You know, and when I say all of us in this together, I mean, if you look at the number of, of, of physicians uh, in America, a very small number of them are quote unquote black. Mm-hmm. But you know, quote, quote unquote black doesn't mean 
just African or African-American. They're talking about the collective, both African and uh, African-American and those in the middle, like me, the hybrids, the African, African-Americans. So, you know, I don't want us to be so tribal where we say, well, I'm only going to help us because we're African or I'm African-American. I'm only going to help African-Americans. Like we have to actually do it together. And so what does that look like? What does that mean? You know, just because our cultures, some of some of the cultures are different. That doesn't mean that people don't don't and won't benefit from your help. You know, like we have to try to help just as many as those inner city high school African-American students as we do our African brothers that, you know, were our first generational, you know, medical students and doctors or et cetera, et cetera, or, or the, the, or, you know, the children as such. So I just been so inspired about, you know, I've been so inspired by people telling me, you know, like, even though I wouldn't normally do this, this isn't necessarily the type of group I help. I'm willing to do it because you've been so passionate about it. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep Man, like, no, I actually, like you, I actually like that topic of discussion because for some reason, you know, yeah. with this with this session today, I actually want to talk about those type of things. I think, okay. you know, I think that's something that is 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 important to address. You know, we, yeah, a lot of sure. us don't actually speak on that, and it's it's important to note that in the field, you know, we yeah, should bro. we should we should be able to unify more. Um, yeah, not that we're divided per se. But, you know, like you said, there's that tribalism that you kind of notice as well. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those things. And, you know, for me, I personally have a unique sensitivity to that particular topic. You know, you know my father is a Nigerian, Igbo, from Emo State. And my mom is an African uh, an African American. She is a descendant of slaves. So you know, growing up, you know, I was too African to be African American, and and then too African American to be African. The Africans would call you a hybrid. That the the African Americans would call you a African booty scratcher, or you know, whatever. But you know, growing up and and being in the middle in the middle of it all and being able to see the landscape the way that I do, I can also see the gaps. And I can also see the potential in the room where improvements can be made. You know, so the 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 tribalism that I'm talking about is, you know, us as black people saying that, okay, well, this person is this type of black. And this other person is this type of black, not realizing that we're all having the same type of struggles. If, you know, if, you know, if a, if a system or an organization is discriminating against one group, yeah, they're not going to make you, they're not going to discriminate against you any less because the truth of the matter is a lot of them can't even tell the difference. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, we have to stop this thing, this internal thing that prevents us from moving forward. We have to stop this, uh, this, this, I guess, I don't want to call can it crap. Can, can you specify exactly what you mean as far as this internal thing? So, you know, okay. 
So I, I guess the best way to 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 put it or to say it is this, you know, and, and this is just a small example. Mm-hmm. And forgive me, I mean, this is me speaking on the cuff, so you know, it uh, it it may or may not make sense. If 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 I go to a school and it's a group of us, and I say, oh well, I only want to study with this group of people because this group of people are quote unquote Nigerian. And okay, we don't want to we don't want to try to study with this person or help this person because this person is quote unquote not a Nigerian. Then I think that that defeats the purpose of what we're actually trying to do. I think that if we have programs that only benefit one group of us, like only African Americans, and other groups that benefit only Africans, then I think that we are defeating the purpose of what we're actually trying to do. What, the the what way you, that we look at the you, way that we should look go at go ahead. I was gonna ask, like, where you like at that stage already in this professional education, um, where do you okay. think something like that stems from? And why do we identify, you know, or differentiate at this level and say, okay, we want to, what, what would you say this stems from? It just doesn't start in the entry of getting into medical school or professional school. Well, it, it, it doesn't, but I think it's multifaceted, bro. I think some of it comes from, not being able to recognize uh, uh, one's culture, you know. For for instance, I spend most of my summers, you know, with my Nigerian family. You know, we eating jollof, fufu, <laughs> you know, pepper soup, and then I go home and we eating fried fried chicken. So you know. Not and, and that's just you know small but fu- you know small and funny example of you know what I mean. But the the there, there may be some people who say, well, I only eat fufu, so why would I care about a person that eats fried chicken? Or you know, I only eat you know fried chicken. I, I why should I care about a person that that only eats fufu? But the the thing about it is this, you know, culturally, and if you look at it, you know, genetically, uh, we'll come. Prized of you know the same makeup, the same with, with the same people, and if if nothing else, spiritually, we're the same people. So you know, and you know, this is not taking anything away from you know people from other cultures or other races or anything like that. I'm just addressing the internal problem that we have to fix, you know, amongst our people and what we are doing. So, so you know, so, so with that being said, like you know. At this position, overall, are we, you know, are we doing, how are we doing in the field as a unit? Can we, what's the positive things that we're doing as a unit? If I could grade it, if I could grade it. Yeah. F. Why is that? We have not yet found a way to work together. We've not yet found a way to put our resources together to bridge the gaps, to fix the deficiencies on both sides so that they can work as a, as a generalized, uh, uh, unit. Uh, if, you know, if one group is pushing this way, another group is pushing that way, then it kind of defeats the purpose. We push and pull to find balance. We've not yet found that balance. Mm. Just to add, just to add, somebody's asking what specialty. So, you know, brief us a little bit and we get back to the, 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm an internal medicine. I'm an internal medicine physician. I'm not uh, speaking on a particular specialty or whatever. I'm talking about medicine in general. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the profession of progression in general. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. But like I said, this is not a, a means or a platform for me to say, oh, you know, this group is bad. This group is is good. That's not my point. Like I said. I personally have no bias. I'm I'm a Nigerian American. You know, I I I love both my cultures. I grew up in both of these cultures. But you know, if we are to progress, we got to find a way to work with each other. We have to find a way to make it beneficial for both of us to push forward for the both of us, because that's the only way that we're actually going to make a difference in the field of medicine and in the communities that we're trying to impact. And then nowadays, I see the social media awareness, like, you know, there's these Rasul Doctor page, you know, so many pages, yeah. you know, Melanin Doc and things like that, um, pushing that unity. Like, how helpful, almost, how helpful do you it's feel? It's almost too many. Is that what? It's almost too many groups, bro. Man, listen, I've seen so many, but would you say that's a positive, you know, would, would you say that's a positive light? Is it a great awareness? It's, it's beautiful, bro. Like... I was 23 years old before I knew my first black doctor. But I grew up in, you know, low-income housing. There were no doctors in my neighborhood. So, you know, when I met my first doctor, who was an African-American, I, at that point, could did not realize that you could be a doctor. Now, of course, you saw Ben Carson on, you know, on TV, and you saw, you know, uh, uh, people here and there wearing white coats. But to actually be in front of a black doctor and shake his hand and knowing that he is a doctor, that was an ex- that was an experience that one I'll never forget. And of course, it changed my life. My trajectory was going to be different. I um, I was getting my degree in physics and astronomy. My plan was to to do research in hopes to become maybe an astronaut or something like that. But even in that particular case, it was because that's all the only thing that I saw. So when I met a physician that, you know, was black, he looked like me, he was in the community, he was working hard to try to change some of the mindsets of, uh, of, of black people, both Africans and African-Americans, and getting into the field and things like that, that changed me. And that is the, the type of thing that we need, especially in our communities, like we need that inspiration. So those Social media, you know, groups, those outlets that's actually highlighting people in medicine that's doing well, that's actually making a difference in the community is, in my opinion, in my opinion, irreplaceable at this point because is without that, there's some there's some child in rural Georgia, some girl in Detroit or Chicago, some boy in L.A. or D.C. or New York. That's going to see there and say, wow, man, I could be a doctor, too. So, you know, at this point, I don't think we could do without him. And, I, you know, I, I appreciate people's efforts on, you know, trying to make that thing happen. It's just a lot of other groups. It's a whole and, bunch and, of groups. And, and then you also have groups like, you know, White Bab, when people are caught up, they didn't match. They're able to, you know, ask a question openly. You know, sure. I, I think what is going on with these kind of groups is that we're able to start communicating I think, yeah, I think, bro. I think, I think the, I think the main thing is communication. The more we're communicating, communication oh, 
allows us to empathize and allows us to iron out differences if there are any differences and create understanding. You know, because also, because because my take with my take with some of the discrepancies that we're such in a fast field that we we we're yeah. not we're not giving the opportunity to kind of slow down. The pace of learning is not within you know how some of us may want to learn. So you got to make moves very very quick, and you some gotta, of those moves, gotta, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Got to make moves. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep you know lighting up from the failures. So I think that one of the like you said. YBAD was the very, I think, I, and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, YBAD was the very first uh, group, I think, that were, were, you know, all of the the doctors came together and said, okay, you know, this is everybody. But, uh, you know, I think that one of the best things about YBAD, and like you said, uh, there were a lot of people who were talking about they didn't match, they didn't get into medical school, they didn't do these things. You got to hear the stories of people who had made it that at some point in time did not make it. And, you know, like, like I tell, like I tell some of my students all the time, especially the college MCAT three times. But if you don't tell a person that, you know, you took the MCAT three times or, you know, you, you had your struggles that, that, you know, you had to go through before you actually, got into medicine, then, you know, that person who fails at MCAT or, or this doesn't match that first time, they they get discouraged and then they want to quit because they don't know another person because most of the people around them either, you know, already made it or, or went on to do something else, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I think that those, those groups help highlight the fact that, you know, there are some people who, you know, it took, you know, taking that MCAT two or three times to, to, to get in, but they pressed through, they had perseverance, they had consistency, you know, they got up from the failures, and eventually they got what, what they wanted. Because, you know, the race, not to get biblical, the race isn't given, you know, to the swift or the strong, it's the person that endures to the end. And medicine is the same way. You know, you got to keep pushing it until you get to the end, but, it, you know, it's not outside of your reach. For those for those that are coming in right now, we were, we just finished talking about the several groups that were created uh, on social media forums and things like that that has uh, been enlightened and you know putting awareness and being a helping hand to the community as, as a whole for for African Americans individually. I asked Doctor uh, Gerald to grade our how we progressed as a unit when he when we talking about African Americans we talking about when we talking about Africans we talking about Africans and African Americans. He say, says that is an F as far as where we should be at this point together. Um so I brought I brought up the fact that, you know, I've been seeing these groups that seem to be promoting us and, you know, putting us in the right direction. So now that you gave that grade, um how can we how we, all we have right now and the resources, what what's the best step to take as far as making an improvement together? So, wow, that's a. I guess if you if you give it an F, you got to give it some. So you got to. That's gotta what I'm saying. It. If you're giving it an F, then there has to be a solution. Um. So, one thing that my mom taught me, bro, uh, just growing up you know, is, you know, seeking, trying to seek understanding. 
and I think that that's one of the 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 one of the most important things when it comes to trying to bridge gaps, like trying to understand why it is, you know, why things are the way that you know they are. For instance, I'll give you, I'll give you a, 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 I guess, I give you an example. So, you know, I've heard a lot of, you know, my Nigerian brothers and sisters, you know, when we're talking about ways that we can help the community, ways that we can, you know, put our hands in the community. You know, the, uh, a lot of times, some of the things that we bring up, we say, well, African Americans, you know, uh, are, are lazy, you know, and then they, they, they. Then they go back to their own, um, their own, you know, experience. And they say, you know, I came here by myself. I didn't have nothing. You know, I, I, I built myself up, you know, you know, I put myself up from, uh, you know, my own bootstrap type of situation. You know, that Nigerian hustle that all of us have, you know, all of us have like three or four jobs. They're always doing two or three things, you know, trying to, trying to make it happen. But what we should also understand is like, over the over the last you know 200 300 400 years there's been a, a a culture of suppression and oppression that the african american people have experienced over time and those things don't go away easily it's it's more of a thing where it's a, a i like to call it a mental institution like you know if you if 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 you've always been told that you are nothing you know, it, it's, 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 you know, intuitive that your mama's 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 is in some type of way going to implant that thing where, you know, well, you know, this, this, this may be too much or, you know, you can't progress to this level. So over time, people become, you know, have that thing in their mind where, you know, they can't, they feel like they cannot overcome. But if we understand that that thing is happening and we understand and we try to understand that those things are occurring, the best thing that we can do is say this, you know, I know that this was, uh, uh, you know, a, a cultural norm or something that, you know, has been, you know, implanted in, into you or the community or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. But let me show you how to make this thing happen. Let me show you this hustle. Let me show you this, you know, this this method of studying. Let me show you this grind. That way, you know, I can I can, you know, supply you with the tools that you need to actually get yourself out of the situation that you in. Pull yourself up out of your bootstrap. So, uh, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstrap. So, I think that's one of the things that we can do on one side that will help, you know, help us. Uh, Increase that score, improve that score. Another thing, too, is reaching across, like I said, that proverbial line and actually getting to know, you know, you know, people from all of the African cultures, including African-Americans, you know. I know you watch it. We watch it. Well, you know, you you probably the best dancer in the country right now. I know everybody's watching your videos and. I'm still trying to learn how to, you know, but you know, we 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 watch American culture. A lot of these dances, a lot of these cultural 
cool points, whatever, are coming from the African-American community. The Nigerian community is now, you know, implanting their their, their culture in, uh, in America. And, you know, we, uh, I love them both, you know, like, like I, I keep telling my friends, both white, black, Chinese, whatever. This is the season for, like, African-Americans and African culture implanting itself in American culture. I mean, you even see people who are not Africans wearing dashikis, wearing garb and things like that. But, you know, on the that's on the surface level. And be cool with both things and things like that. So I, I think they're reaching across the aisle and, like, getting to know each other's cultures uh, uh, will help a lot. And also, like I said, you know, trying to understand where each other is coming from. So, I mean, we got strides to make. We have, you know, we got hills to climb that over time, like you and I, you know, other people in the community are really like those gaps. So I was going to say, um, you know, the guy or the person, the creator um, of Melanin Doc is Nigerian. Yeah. You know the guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I, I've, I've been meaning to email him back. I'm going to email you, bro. So so he's Nigerian. And, and when you see, like, just that spark of creativity on what is what yeah. just the concept itself. You know, I wouldn't grade I understand where you're at and looking at it, you're more of a person that has been in the community and seen the big gap. Yeah. You understand? But just on the on the um, just to be fair, I'll say I'll say we're at a C. You understand? Okay. Because I say C in an empowering way. Meaning that we're there. Okay. Right? We yeah. there we there in positions. We just need to host more conventions. You understand? I feel like we just need to host more conventions. We need to have these things. Like, for example, like, Amic is a good convention. Yeah, okay. Amic is a good convention, a good conference that allows, you know, us minorities and things like that to come together. And it bridges. It's not only Africans. It bridges. So, you know, I've been able to see all these things that are, that are very, very helpful. And a lot of people have been able to find mentors Get mentorships, get scholarships, all, all of that. For all of that, I think the level now which you are kind of talking about is when it comes to like uh, specializing. How can we get ourselves in those positions to be able to have more of us in the dermatologist, in the orthopedic surgeons, in the ENTs, and all these other things? You know, because you know sometimes in the field, I don't want to sound you know sound biased or something like that, but when you hear of a of a Jewish last name in application for these positions, and I mean obviously they work hard, you know they have good scores, but a lot of times there are people already in position, and you're not surprised when, yeah. you, see, when you see a Schumann, right? You understand? So, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and and you know like, let me put this caveat out there. You know, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a harsh critic, but I'm also a uh, elated. Uh, um, I, 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 I I judge hard, but I also love hard too. If that makes sense, like I'm going to congratulate you. I'm going to congratulate you the best I could do it, and I'm going to give you, you know, the your, the recommendations the best that I could do it. So, uh, and what I mean by that is this: I understand that you gave it a C, I gave it an F. So we'll, we'll take it as a D, but this is the this is the 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 thing about you know what you just said. Networking is, in my opinion, 
if not number one, definitely number two on the list of tools that we need to be using to get our, you know, to get as many of us as possible into the specialties that that are, are lacking representation. For instance, there are not a lot of there are not a lot of black dermatologists. There are not a lot of black surgeons. There are not a lot. There are not a lot of black doctors. Period. And you know, you brought up a, you brought up you know Jewish people or you know other cultures that you know. Of course, they work hard, but they also you know they in some in some fields they have a, like a very large presence, large you know large group of. But it's because their network is so strong. Like I, I want, we're not. I want to. I want before you go further. I want to inject something outside of the okay. field, outside of just yeah. the field. There's something about them that is 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 about their thinking more economical. I feel like from the oh, point yeah. of view of thinking more economical is beyond the jobs that they do. It's just it's a mindset Absolutely. that is already ingrained, Absolutely. and when they get in the field, it's all encompassing. So now, I, I'll tell you exactly what it is. They have realized that collectively they are stronger than the individual. So it's either, you know, this one person can make it, this two people can make it, or we can build a network and 10 people make it, you know, right? And, you know, the step is this. I can have a... I can either take a lot and it's harder for for me to have representation or I can take a little less to get this so that they can progress the long and, and in the long run all of us get more. Some of us are too worried about self and projecting self and pushing for self that we forget that the group you know, the, the, the pack is a lot more important than the individual. So, like when I talk about that networking, networking is not just about, it's about building those webs, building those pipelines where you can, you, somebody help you get on, you reach down, you pull somebody up, that person reaches down, pulls somebody up, and in five years you got a network that's so strong that you can call a person and say, okay, I want this person in this program, and this person gets into that program. We have not yet figured that formula out, but I think people have it on their radar, and they're now trying to make that thing happen. So, there's, there's you know, a, there's, there's a question. That's the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interject. The, I'm sorry to inject. There's a question here that says, should African Americans who do DNA tests and find out that they are... I can't hear it says, should African-Americans who do DNA tests and find out that they're Igbo, for instance, investigate that and try to learn language and culture? Or should we leave it alone, understanding we won't be accepted less? What was that last part? I'm sorry. Basically, basically what she's saying is, that should African-Americans do a DNA test if they're Igbo, for instance, investigate that and try to learn a language and culture? Or should they leave that alone because they won't be accepted? Well, I, I, I think it, I think it's important to understand where you come from. You know, definitely. You know, so you know, it's one of those things where 
I've, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I don't, you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you come from. And especially when it comes to being an African-American, you know, no, no, no African-American quote unquote was, is from here. All of us come from, you know, come from Africa. Uh, so, you know, knowing the type of, of, of knowing who you are, I think is important. It gives you a kind of a clarity of, of and especially, you know, I'm a biased person about this. The Evo people, in my opinion, you know, the the the, the smartest, coolest, cutest, you know, uh, hardest working people that that they are. Uh, not taking anything away from anyone else, but you know, learn, and and learning the language, I think is is you know, it's it's totally up to you. But definitely understanding, like, or knowing. Where you come from and who you are is, you know, just just as important as, as you know, uh, knowing where you're going or where you're trying to go. Especially if nothing else, it's a it's a it's a it's a good it's a good conversation starter in the circles, especially when we talk about reaching across the aisle and building bridges with each other. So, another question is, uh, how do you think the surgery field is for African Americans? Uh, so medicine in general is is, is difficult. It, as the as the 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 fields get more specialized, it, it becomes more difficult to to get into. There are some networks there, but you know we definitely could do better with getting more people into the specialties like surgery. I know like ortho is is very difficult to get in. I know that um, um, uh, plastics is very difficult. Difficult to get in. I know very few people in, uh, in 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 plastics and vascular, but it's a doable thing, though. I think that, like if you go, if you go in with the mindset, okay, I'm going to be a surgeon. You got to do the things necessary to get you into that field. Hey, cuz I see my cousin has a nail here, mm-hmm. but you got to do the things needed to 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 get into that field, like being laser focused, getting to know. All the all the surgeons that you can know, people in those positions to pick other people for residency programs and things like that, and go from there. But there's no thing that's unobtainable, especially you know in the field of medicine. It's just that are you willing to do what it takes to get what you want? Amen. True. 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 True talk. True talk. Next question is: Why do ebos try to gain strength in order to get what they want? What do they mean by that? What do you mean by that? Like, could, could, I, don't, I don't, I don't know either. Bianca, can you, can you, uh, can you clarify that question? Expand a little bit. I guess maybe what she's trying to say is, uh, um, in in a different set of words. I guess is the way people approach or you know the attitude. Um, but you definitely need to have strength. You have to be a little forward in your in your in your mindset um, to get what you want. You know, if that's the strength that she's talking about, I'm just breaking that line down because it's everybody needs to gain some type of strength because your mindset is key. You got to understand if you're in this, if you're in this country, um, there's a lot of stuff that was already um, conditioned to us to us based on what our parents went through. You know the accent, this you know the issue and stuff like that. So they're going through this this field or this you know this new environment, 
trying to uh, 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 acclimate and stuff like that. And the difficulties is what they try to make sure that we avoid. So, you know, you have to be strong um, in that regards to get what you want. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and I agree. I mean, the like I said, the mindset that you have to have to to achieve that goal, which many people, I mean, it's proven many people are doing it, requires a certain type of mental strength, you know, because you're going to be pushing through trials and tribulations that most people that you know, most of your friends, most of your neighbors are never going to have to endure, you know, trying to get into a field where, you know, the, the number of people that look like you and come from your culture is so small that, you know, and the representation is so small that, you know, you're basically carrying your whole, you're carrying all Ebos on your back. You carry all Man, your on your back. Listen. You carry all Americans on your back and you are that representation. So, you know, you have to build up a certain type of strength because, trust me, the trials and tribulations are coming. That's the- you're going to have to deal with things that most people, even in the field, would never have to deal with. And, 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 you know, that's, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday, you know, about the way us, and when I, when I say us, I'm not trying to remove every, any, everybody else not on the field, but the, the, the go through, like in life, you're going to go through things, but personally, it, the go through is like a, it's like, it's, it's just a whole different process. And like, you could talk, one physician can talk to another physician you be on the same tangent. You can understand the mindset. You can understand right. the go-through. Whereby everybody just looks at it like, hey, you just have to get through it. But it's not the same wiring because when you're planning, you have to plan. So you have an end goal. But the thing about even the end goal, the next, the next plan to the next plan is almost as tough as the end goal itself. So you just right. fighting tooth and nail with every single right. plan. So you fight, fight, fight just to get that gratifying and then on top of that, you have your social life that you're trying to invaginate in the process. You know, it's difficult, man. It, it, it's 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 very difficult, but it's not undoable because clearly, you know, you're doing it. I'm doing it. It's a, it's a it's a it's a couple of people that we know for sure are doing it. Still putting our hands in the community. Still trying to make a difference. Like. I was telling the person not too long ago, man, I love so much what you are doing, like your story, you being so transparent with, you know, your story and the struggle that, 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 that you, you've been dealing with and you're, you're going to bless so many people, bro. You don't know it. You don't know how many people, are you know, looking at your stories, following you on Instagram. That's like, man. He he really pushed through this thing, like he really did make this thing happen. So like kudos kudos to you, bro. I mean, you know, I'm 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 not gonna say too much about like even this time period, you know, especially how I've been able to regain myself and you know right now, you know right now I'm in a I'm doing an extended clinical period. I'm finishing a PMNR PMNR rotation yeah. this week, and I have another surgical boot camp next. You know, it's it's back to reapplying. And, you know, this time around, you know, the approach is definitely a little bit different. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I know what I want to attack, but this time I'm not going to announce it so broadly, you know, so I don't feel a heavier disappointment. But 
you know, I've been able to, you know, get to uh, research publications, you know, to research yeah. submitted, you know, through, sure. you know, things like that. So that's a blessing. Is it what? Bounce back game super strong. Man, you know, I told myself right now, you know, next March, next year got to be, you know, got to be different, you know. But yeah. the blessing is, you know, initial, the initial aspect, it was turbulent, you know, because, you know, when you when you find out these results or find out you just don't know where to, it took some time to figure out. And I had to just like slow life down and realize, you know, everything is not everything is, is, is not over. You know, you have to focus. I've been able to educate myself financially. You know, I'm doing more talks. You know, I'm I'm growing all these other tentacles, you know, tentacles and stuff like that that I have. But at the same time, keeping within focus because it's easy, it's easy in this period to to overdo. You know, spread yourself out too thin, and then you and then you miss your you know you reduce the focus on the main thing. You know, so um, it was a quick window. And, you know, now I feel like my summer's done. You know, it's time to like you know get all these things going. Get get. The, huh. Summer is done. Hey, for me at least. I know some people are still enjoying summer. Yeah. At least for me, summer's done. But yeah, l- l- let me go ahead. Let me let me attack some of these questions. You know, so uh, so bro, can, I thought you were asking the question, but clearly. No, yeah, let's, yeah, we will see. I like the way we drove this session because yeah, a lot I of cultural. No, 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 no. This is this is all this all information that people have to hear. So nothing is ever yeah. too much of a ramble. Um, it's important, you know, one of my favorite words right now is extract, you know, extract, you know, I've been focusing on extraction, the word of, extra, you know, extraction, like, you know, you, 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 all, all the juices that you drink was extracted from somewhere, right? Yeah, it was yeah. extracted, it was centrifuged and purities were removed and you're able to drink the purest of the product, you know? And right now I feel like it's important with all this information that we have, um, you know, with all these informations that we have, it's important to just put it out there. You know, it's up to the person who is listening to this information to take the best, remove what they don't want to hear or take what's the most important. Because people always t- people have been telling me, like, from the podcast that, wow, I-, I-, I was so encouraged to, you know, you know, by this person, what they went through or so and so. Even one of the po- uh, interviews that I had, I was driving and I'm listening to it again. When we had it, yeah. you know, when we had the interview, it was like, okay, you know, it's making sense. But when I was driving, this is a whole different time period. When I was driving, listening to it, I'm like, wow, I'm actually getting motivated from what we talked about. You know, yeah, so sure. so no amount of, uh, uh, no nothing is, is, is rambling. So yeah. I just want to touch on like what, you know, since we already spoke about trials and tribulation, what? was the toughest trial you faced so far in this journey? In this entire journey? In this entire journey. In this entire journey. You know, I know there's been many, but in this entire journey. Wow. I just want to clarify. You mean in medicine or in life? Okay, talk about life and then into, and then, and then talk about medicine. So, you know, like I told you, I grew up in low-income housing. I, I dropped out of high school in the 10th grade. And, you know, at that uh, at, at that time growing up, people, you know, I hung in a group where people weren't really interested in being educated. People weren't interested in, in, in going to school. So, uh, 
to that group where, where, you know, I didn't feel as motivated to, you know, become educated, become educated, you know, reach towards higher learning, things like that. So I dropped out of high school and it took so much to try to get back and go back, man. It took my mom and the church I was going to to help me get on, get back into school, my family, you know, they're very encouraging. And, you know, I did a, a an entire year of day and night school uh, in the city where I grew up to, to try to catch back up. And at the time when I was graduating from high school, I think I had a GPA of like 2.2 something. So, you know, not even not even a, a, a high enough GPA to get into college. But, you know, like a miracle happened where my cousin was going to uh, Tennessee State University on a on a, 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 a science summer program scholarship, and I, I was just going to drop him off. And when I got there, the program director asked me to stay. And so, you know, I wasn't doing anything for the summer, so I decided to stay, and I did well there, not even knowing that I, you know, I was interested in math and science and she asked me to go to Tennessee State University for college, and I told her, you know, I didn't have a GPA to actually get in. She said that she would write the president of the university, and she wrote him a letter saying, you know, I like this 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 guy. You know, he's a good student. Give him one chance, and the president wrote her back and wrote me back too, and said, "I'll give you one chance." And from there, I got my degree in physics and astronomy. You know, I, I was one of the first. Uh, first people at Tennessee State to publish uh, papers. Another struggle, you know, in on this medical journey, like, you know, I took the MCAT three times. The first time I took the MCAT, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I, I had just met uh, my first doctor. I said, okay, I'm going to take it smart enough to do well on the test, regardless of what, you know, to what, you know, the specifics are. I went and took the test, and at the time, you know, I think the, the scores was... I think up to 45. Oh, yeah, and I think like on the first, I got like a 12 on the MCAT the first time. And I was, you know, when I found out how low that score was, I was so devastated about, you know, how, you know, you know, how low that score was. But I got on the grind. Like, I, I set up all influences, you know, the partying and things like that. And I just pushed. And, you know, so I took it again. I still didn't want it, even though I did better. But, you know, I, I buckled down again and I pushed again. And that time I got the score that I needed to get into into medical school. But with, with that with that failing, the MCAT, the first time I didn't get into medical school, the first time I applied. And, you know, so... Having to find, you know, things to do for that year, for that summer, things like that, you know, while being hurt, because your feelings hurt. Hmm. In this limbo situation where you don't wanna you don't wanna start anything else because this is the thing that you want, but you want it to make it seem like to your friends and your family that you're not doing nothing. So you're dealing with that. So, you know, it was a, it was a psychological battle as well as, you know, a personal battle of mine. But I pushed through it. And, you know, I I, I, I am where I am now, you know. You know what's I'm crazy? I'm a resident it, 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 in internal medicine. You know what's crazy? Like, 
I was just telling somebody this, man, the other day. I was like, listen, like, <laughs> I remember I remember one time at University of Houston, I was in the library, and the scores were coming out, and I remember I kept refreshing. Like, the weather was just fine that day. Like, it was yeah. a beautiful day. But, <laughs> but, but, but after I got my scores, you understand? After, after I got my scores, um the weather seemed to have changed. It, it, it was more like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was more like in my head, it was more like in my head, the weather changed, you know? Um, and it's just how deranged you are, how saddened you are, you know, based on, you know, such an experience. And just to, just to come back forward now to see that push, all those yeah. painful periods all that and stuff like that to finish. Like you can't put it into words. You understand? Just, it, just, it, the, just the growth. No words that can describe it, bro. You can't put it into words. There's no like the the you know. And I don't mind telling this story. And I kind of get choked up every time I think about it, bro. When when I was graduating from medical school and I walked across the stage, bro, and I reflected on you know coming from nothing and like putting my mom through so much drama and putting my family through so much, you know, so much drama. Cause I, not only was I dropping out of school, I was being kicked out of school. I was, you know, what you call an at risk child. You know, I was suspended a lot. You know, I even got arrested once, you know, those type of things. And to walk across the stage, you know, President of student body, board of trustees member, while I'm a, a medical student sitting, you know, feet from the president, from the speaker, and, you know, reflecting on my life, I mean, and 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 seeing the look in my mom's eye that was uh, indescribable happiness, it's, it's something that you can, it, it, it's an unspeakable, it was an unspeakable joy. And, and I, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna interject. I mean, sorry to interject, but I was gonna ask. Um, but you will conclude now, so I'm gonna let you conclude, and you can answer this question. But I was gonna ask, like, anybody right now, you know, wherever they're at, interested, you know, um, whether it's medicine, but at the at the point of the, at the point of studying for these entrance exams, anybody who's trying to take themselves somewhere, what would be the what advice? do you have like did you feel like if you if you knew a different way if you knew something what would that be that you can give to somebody else in that focus turn the social media off turn the tv off tell your friends you're gonna call them in a month or two like really get in your bubble zone out and study (laughs) like push Push through. You got to push through all the self-doubt. The self-doubt is not real. It's an illusion. Like, you got to push through all the negative thoughts that you can't do it, that you can't make it, that other people are doing it better, faster than you. Everybody has their own speed. And like I said, you know, like we said in the beginning, the race ain't given to the swift or the strong. It's the people that keep pushing to get to the end mm-hmm. but if you allow the outside influences to distract you 
you'll never reach a goal. you never reach the if goal. If you want that 240 on step one, step two, you want that 250 on step one, step two, you got to put in the grind. And that's just true to the essence. Get online and see. And, you know, you got to hear from other people, too. Ask the people who have made 240s, 250s. I could, to, I, could, I could tell the diff. I could tell you the difference from my step one and my step two. The way I logged in for step one every single day. And there was a definitely difference the way I prepared for step two. And, you know, it definitely, um, I mean, I felt like I was pushing hard, but with everything else that was going on, hoping around me that I felt like took away some of my focus, definitely sh- showed itself when the score. So that focus, <laughs> that focus, man, you got to fight tooth and nail just to make that it's focus. tooth and nail, bro. It's tooth and nail. I see somebody... My my cousin asked a question. How do you prevent burnout? Oh, okay. Let's see. Who is that? Okay, so you gotta find an outlet, you know, and I you know, I don't wanna eat my words and say, you know, get back on social media, but you know, like the I think that the best way to find to to prevent that burnout is this. You know, those periods where you're studying, don't do nothing but study. Nothing like be laser focused. Get on your grind. Don't do nothing but study. But you also have to take that time where you're not studying at all. You know, you're not studying at all, and you're just doing the things that you love to do, whether it's dancing or uh, you know art or you know partying every once in a while. When you're partying, and this is the rule that we had, especially me and my study group. I think I think Chica is one of is one of the people that you um Yeah, either you know, Chica, yeah. I, yeah. I, I but um, you know, when we party in, we party in. But when we study in, we study. And and, so, and, and that's the culture and, that's the culture of medical That's the culture of medical school. Like, you know, once you get into sure. that circuit, like you grind, grind, grind and people part man, I'm not gonna lie, looking back, medical school was probably, you know, one of the best oh. It was the biggest turn up. I've never turned up more in life than I did in medical school because you're working so hard. You're working so hard, so you play extra hard. Man, you know, so, but uh, we almost, uh, I think we have a few minutes. Um, so I'm just going to ask you some updated questions, you know. So what it is, what's, what, what, what do you have planned next? What's the next move for you and... Uh, what what do we expect to see from you um, in the future? Uh, okay, so this is my last year of residency in internal medicine. Uh, I will likely uh, uh, be a hospitalist for a while. The, my intentions are to um, build clinics uh, first within the Nashville community and then around around the country. I'm really into community development and and progress. So. I'm going to be working on a lot of community and social projects. Um, uh, I, I think I've told you before, We, we uh, a group of mine, we started building businesses. So we're going to try to, try to you know, merge technology with medicine. Is that a two up, two minutes? Or yeah. what is that? Two minutes. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, you know, we're, we're, we're merging technology with medicine, communication with medicine, and uh, trying to make sure that people who wouldn't normally get access to medicine and healthcare access. So 
that's the thing that I'm interested in the most. Man, that's wonderful, man. Man, listen, I know you're going to do a lot of great things. And, you know, we're already planning this to, you know, co- collide and do something. So that's definitely yeah, in the works. Um, hopefully this fall or even before then. I was about to work. say, go ahead and say this live. I'm personally inviting you to Nashville <laughs> project with us. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. You got 8 billion witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. But uh, sure. but that's something we're gonna put in works. You know, after I, after I close with this application season, um, yeah, sure. and then going to the next phase, then I know at least I can continue. You know, all these extracurricular things that I'm sure. doing. Um, but like I said, man, it's a pleasure once again. The information was outstanding. The topic, initial topic, was definitely something to speak about, and hopefully, you know, people are able to understand that. Here at Pipeline to the Gram, all we're trying to do is connect um, and uh, allow ourselves to be in tune um, and uh, promote more success, uh, more achievement, um, and things like that. So, all right, bro. Uh, wish you the best of luck for the rest of third year, third year of residency and going to a fellowship.